Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidominale Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 1, Episode 17. In this week's episode, our question of the day is what is employee insurance and do I have to have it? You and I both know that the cost of an employee goes far beyond their salary. If you're wondering what else you have to consider, there are two main types of insurance you should know about insurance that's required by employment laws, and insurance that's part of your company's benefit package, things like medical coverage. In today's episode, I'm going to tell you what the plans are, if you have to have them, and how the pricing works. So first up, let's talk about the insurance you're required to have. There are basically three programs, unemployment insurance, workers' compensation insurance, and disability insurance. First up, unemployment insurance. It's in the news a lot right now. It provides income assistance to individuals who have lost their jobs due to no fault of their own, are available to work, and generally are actively looking for work. Now, the federal government has an unemployment insurance program called FUTA, F-U-T-A, and many states also have state-based programs called SUI, S-U-I. The amount you as an employer will have to pay is determined by a few factors, including the unemployment claims against your company. But keep in mind, you're only required to pay into your state unemployment insurance account. Think of it as a savings account. When an employee's unemployment, all or part, is charged against your company, the amount is taken from your unemployment insurance account. You fund your account by paying a percentage rate on the first $7,000 in payroll wages for each employee. How much is charged to or hits your account is managed by a very complex set of rules and calculations. Let's just suffice to say it's not a one-to-one ratio. Your company's rates will vary from year to year, but in California, they're generally between 3.4% and 6.2% of the wages you pay to your employee. The state will notify you annually of your rate. So you're probably wondering, how do I get it? Well, when you register with the state as an employer, they assign you an unemployment number and set up an account for you. Unemployment is an automatic part of the company payroll taxes, so there's nothing additional you need to do. Next on the list is workers' compensation insurance. Workers' comp covers partial salary and the cost of medical care for employees who are injured on the job and may be unable to work. So, when someone gets hurt, you would notify your workers' compensation insurance company and they would process the claims for medical care and lost wages if it applies. Now, a quick note here. 
always get workers' comp insurance. It's required by law, and I don't have enough time or words to explain how much hot water you can get yourself into if you don't have workers' comp insurance. So just be sure to get it. Workers' compensation rates are deregulated, so they'll vary from carrier to carrier. I suggest you contact your insurance broker, and they'll gather quotes from the various insurance companies and advise you on your best option. Also, if you have difficulty getting coverage from a private insurance company, the California State Fund is a good alternative. You can get workers' comp insurance basically in three ways. Self-insurance, now usually this would be an option for a very large employer and government agencies. Private insurance, you would use your broker for this, or a state entity if your state provides the insurance, like the state fund. Now, on to disability insurance. It gives income assistance to people who are disabled and as a result can't work. The disabling event doesn't have to be work-related. It could be something like pregnancy or a medical disability. Much like unemployment insurance, disability insurance in most states is an automatic payroll tax deduction. Some states may require you to purchase a policy from a private insurance company. Again, the rate is a percentage of the wages you pay your employee and may vary from year to year. The state or your private insurance carrier will notify you of the rate each year. Now, on to the employee benefit type insurance plans. You probably know about what I call the big three, medical, dental, and vision. If you have less than 50 employees, these insurance plans are optional, meaning if you don't want to offer them, you don't have to. However, keep in mind that to be competitive for talent, you should think carefully about offering them in some form. Medical coverage is the most expensive of the offerings and is also the most requested from candidates. Household names such as Anthem, United Healthcare, Blue Shield, Cigna, etc. are the insurance companies offering coverage for the big three. Rates are carefully regulated. The cost of coverage is generally tied to how feature-rich the program you choose is, the age of the employees covered, and sometimes even where they live or where the company is located. Now generally, you'll need a broker to gather quotes and guide you through designing a plan or plans that are in line with your goals. And they can help you figure out how much you want the company to pay and how much you want the employee to contribute toward their coverage. Now in some cases, you might even select a voluntary plan, meaning the employee pays 100% of the cost. Of course, the downside is that those don't really help you when you're talking to candidates. There are some lesser thought about programs and plans that you can also offer to put you in a great position when you're competing for talent. Life insurance plans, flexible spending accounts, which allow employees to use pre-tax money from their paycheck to pay for medical and childcare expenses. Retirement plans, such as a 401k or profit sharing plan, where again, the employee can invest pre-tax money into a retirement fund. Transportation plans that allow employees to use pre-tax money to pay for things like Metro cards. You can tell that the option of using pre-tax money is a big draw for employees. And then there are employee paid options that can really diversify your benefit offerings at no cost to you and set you apart as a best in class employer. How about pet insurance or ID theft coverage or a prepaid legal services program? You could even offer a college fund savings plan. It's called a 529 plan.
Now, if you're a company on the boutique side, say five employees or less, you may want to put the benefits programs on a future to-do list, but it won't cost you anything to check in with a broker now to get some quotes so you have an idea of where you want to go. Remember, knowledge is power. And as an employer, knowledge of these programs and what they're for and how much they cost is a power you need. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, same place.